Well, someone has to marry the man, the emperor said. She sat, severe and forbidding, in a high-collared tunic, in her reception room at the heart of the warren-like sprawl of the imperial palace. The arching windows of the tower were heavily optimized to amplify the weak autumn sunlight from Iskan V. The warm rays that lit the wrinkled imperial countenance should have softened it, but even the sunlight had given that up as a bad job. Across from her, in a formal uniform that was only slightly crumpled, Kiem, Prince Royal of Iskat, and the Emperor's least favorite grandchild, had been stunned into silence. He was rarely summoned to an imperial audience, unless he'd done something spectacularly lacking in common sense. So when the Emperor's aide had called him, he had racked his brain for a cause, but had come up empty-handed. He had half wondered if it was about the galactic delegation that had arrived yesterday and stirred up the palace. Kiem wasn't a natural when it came to politics. Maybe the Emperor wanted him to stay out of the way. This was the opposite of staying out of the way. Kiem had braced for a dressing down, not to walk out of the room engaged to a vassal diplomat he'd never even met. He opened his mouth to say, I don't see why anyone has to marry him, then thought better of contradicting the Emperor and shut it again. This was how he got himself in trouble. He rephrased, your Majesty, Prince Tom has only been dead a month. It sounded awful the moment it left his mouth. Tom had been Kiem's cousin, after all, and the imperial family was technically still in mourning. Kiem had naturally been shocked when he heard of the flybug accident. But at the last count, he had had just over 40 relatives ahead of him in the succession, mostly cousins, and he hadn't known Tom particularly well. The emperor gave him a withering look. Do you think I am unaware? She tapped her fingertips on the lacquered surface of the low table beside her, probably giving him a second chance to remember his manners. Kiem was too disturbed to really appreciate it. The Theon Treaty must be pinned down, she said. We are under significant time pressure. But, Kiem said. He scrabbled for an argument as his gaze followed the movement of her fingers. The low table was crowded with official gifts, mainly from vassal planets. Crystal plates, a bowl of significant mosses, a horrible gold clock from Iskat's parliament. Among them, under a bell jar, a small galactic remnant glowed softly. It was a color Kiem's eyes couldn't process, like a shard of glass that had been spat out of another dimension. Even its presence in the room made Kiem's brain uncomfortable. He made himself look away from it, but unfortunately that meant looking at the emperor. He tried again. But, your majesty, marrying Tom's partner... He was vaguely aware of who it was. Prince Tom and Count Jynan, the Theon representative, had been one of the royal family's most intimidatingly polished couples, like the emperor had ordered them built in a synthesizer. Iskat bound treaties with marriages, always had, right from when the first colonists settled on the planet, and one of the unspoken reasons that Iskat had so many minor royals was to have representatives on hand when they were needed. Kiem had nothing to disqualify him. He wasn't a parent, overly religious, opposed to monogamy, gender-exclusive, or embarrassingly hung up on someone else. 
That didn't mean he could stand in for Tom, Jinan's partner of five years. Ma'am, surely you need someone more... Dignified. Suitable. Prince Vile, maybe. Or no one. Forgive me, but I don't see why we have to find him another partner.